0: This is Issues 2019. I'm Steve McIntosh and our guest is Jackie Gerson, Executive Director, Wichita's old Cowtown Museum. Welcome to Issues 2019. Thank you. Some of our listeners may have never visited Cowtown. Can you imagine that? No. How would you describe <laughs> it to somebody who's a stranger and never been here? And I know you probably do this from time to time. on the phone.
1: I do, I do. I uh, get to explain it quite a bit. Cowtown is a step back in time, basically. You go in, and you're immersed in the Old West. It's like no other place I've ever seen. It's 23 acres, a full town. We've got homes, businesses, a working saloon. It's, it's a really unique place.
0: Now, is this located? Uh, is it located near the exact spot where the city began, or is it just uh, conveniently located over on the river? There? Yeah,
1: it's conveniently located on the river. It's pretty close to where the town started. The town started. The first home was originally around what was it Ninth in Waco, I think. Yeah. So you know, it's not far. But yeah, it was originally just riverbank, and they moved the buildings in there to create the town.
0: Now, tell us about the museum. When and how? When and how did Cowtown? Actually, become a museum.
1: Actually, it's almost been uh, 70 years. Next year will be 70 years that Cowtown was uh, started. It Was started in 1950 and opened to the public in 1955. And it was started as a way to preserve original Wichita history. The first few buildings, the very first building was the Munger House, which is the first house in Wichita. And then we had the church and the Hodge House, which came with the church and the first jail. And those were the first four buildings that were out there. So what, where was
0: Munger House? Was it there? Um,
1: it was the one that was originally at Ninth and Waco, and then it got moved over to Back Bay Boulevard, and then it got moved to Cowtown. I can't remember mm. how many moves it had, but it had a few moves. Munger House, is that
0: basically a log cabin, or is that the two-story? You
1: know? um, it's a log cabin with a second story. Okay. So it's uh, the bottom part was used for the family. The upstairs was used as a hotel.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of that was uh, during the early days. Oh, Uh, yeah. yeah, Probably a lot. Uh, Yeah,
1: it was started in 1868 and finished in 1869.
0: Because this area, really, Wichita was kind of a trading center on the rivers? uh, Yeah, it was
1: a a trading center because of its location at the confluence of the rivers.
0: You also had the Chisholm Trail. Yes,
1: Chisholm Trail went right through Wichita, right through Cowtown, actually. (laughs) (laughs) right.
0: Now, how is Cowtown Cowtown Finance? How do you pay the bills, Jackie?
1: Uh, Right now, we are mostly funded by the city of Wichita. We get a bulk of our our budget from there. We also have a nonprofit board, Historic Wichita Cowtown, Inc., and they provide money to us as well.
0: Uh, Is it open every day?
1: We are open every day except Mondays. Which is pretty common for museums. A lot of museums closed on Mondays. How about holidays? Uh, holidays, we close down as well, since we're city. Okay. Around.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, How many people actually visit Cowtown?
1: About seventy thousand a year.
0: And uh, how, how does that rank us in relation to the other attractions?
1: Um, we're we're in the top quarter. Okay. You know, not as high as the zoo or exploration place, but we're we're doing pretty good.
0: Well oh, and am I, am I, uh, no, another thing is, if people are coming into town, they want to go to Counttown. Where's it located?
1: Uh, we are on Museum Boulevard, right off the center of downtown, on the river, mm-hmm. right by the Art Museum, right by Botanica. We've got a great spot.
0: That's right. You'll see the Mid America All Indian Center, yeah, and it's, it's right over there. Okay. Yep. Um, where do these visitors come from? 70,000 a year.
1: Oh, wow. We get them from all over the place. We actually started a map in our gift shop because we get visitors from around the world. We have them from a lot from Germany. A lot of German folks like to come and visit us. We get Australia, different countries in South America, lots of European countries, France, um, England, um, Scotland, Ireland, Mexico, we get lots, and lots of lots From everywhere. Yes. Well, everywhere.
0: Uh, what, what are some of the comments you hear from visitors then once um, they've come through?
1: A lot of them are amazed at what they find. They don't expect it to be as big as it is, as immersive as it is. So we get a lot of, oh my gosh, it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did it say they're going to come back?
1: Yeah, a lot of them come back. And a lot of them, we have um, an event once a year where officers from around the world come as part of a uh, thing with McConnell. They come out and visit. And a lot of them will then go home and bring their families back and visit us. So we get a lot of visitors that way.
0: Uh, My grandkids have been to Cowtown on field trips. How do you have many schools visiting? What Oh, Is it a yeah. good destination for field trips?
1: Definitely, we have amazing education programs, and we get a lot of kids. Most days, we have around 150 200 kids, so we get quite a few.
0: So they they're getting to learn about uh, the the Western heritage and the, and the growth of our city. Yes. Uh, when you experience downtown and, and move from building to building. Are there people there to uh, give you give a little talks and, and tell people about what's going on?
1: Yeah, we have a few costumed people. On the weekends, we have more because we get volunteers on the weekends. During the week, it's our paid interpretive staff, which is our paid costumed staff. So we don't have as many during the week. But, yeah, there are. And there are usually uh, people in the trade location. So we've got a blacksmith, a printer, a carpenter. Those kind of areas are covered so that people can see what the old trades were like.
0: One of my favorite buildings is uh, – I think I've told you this before – Is the grain elevator.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Uh, Did That that didn't come from someplace. That had to be built there, didn't it? Uh,
1: No, it actually came from, I always get it mixed up. It's either Benton or Bentley. I think it's Benton. It came from in uh, 1986, right around there. And they they moved it in and reconstructed it. And it's the only working grain elevator of its kind in North America.
0: It's a working grain elevator. Yes, it
1: works. Okay.
0: And that's all wood, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think I've told you this story as well. I used to uh, run right past Cowtown on the path down there every day. And oh, one, day, yeah. one day it was kind of rainy and so forth. And I stopped and looked over there uh, across the fence. And there were some people over there. I think they were filming Sarah Plain and Tall or something. In
1: yeah, there. probably. <laughs> I don't remember
0: who the actress was, but she's pretty well known.
1: Uh, Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Yes. And I could...
0: I, I couldn't tell who it was or anything. I didn't have my glasses on, but, yeah. I, hey, they're, they're filming a movie over there. Yep. How much how much has that been done? Have you, I know you do TV commercials now and mm-hmm. then, but uh, how about for movies?
1: Um, we've had several movies filmed out there. We've had a lot of uh, independent films done out there. We had a movie called Home on the Range, which is a history of the song of Home on the Range. We had a movie called Bender, which was about the Bloody Benders. I
0: think um, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: We've had a movie called Wichita. So we have um, several small movies, The Only Good Indian, and then, of course, the Sarah Plain and Tall series. So we've had quite a few.
0: And when they come in, do you charge the millions of dollars to do that? I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Probably
1: not, Vera. Yeah, No, we charge them thousands of dollars, though. <laughs> there you go. There
0: you go. Tell us about the reenactors, and the dance hall girls, the gunfighters. Who are these people?
1: They are volunteers, and a lot of them have been with us for a long time. Uh, we've got ladies with the Dixie Lee Saloon girls that have been there, gosh, 20, 30 years. We've got uh, our new dancers. We have several people that have been in there a long time. new is the Victorian dancers. They do the proper Victorian dance. And then we have two gunfighting groups. We have the Cowtown Cowboys and the River City Renegades, which is a fairly new group.
0: Okay. So, now, yeah. uh, and you've also done uh, uh, baseball games there.
1: Yes. We have the Cowtown Vintage Baseball Team, and their first game was actually this past Sunday.
0: Oh, so they've already played so, one. Yep, yeah. Yeah. How does that work? Do they... Do they have big gloves like I have for my softball team? No,
1: they play by 1870s rules, so they play barehanded. They don't have any gloves at all. They catch that ball with their bare hands, and it looks really painful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: But it's fun to watch.
0: Okay. You know, one thing that I, I, I don't know that you've ever done this. Have you ever done a rodeo there?
1: We haven't, and we've talked about it several times about if we have the space and where we could do it because yeah. we think it would be really cool.
0: Is there enough space, I guess, is a good yeah, question. Yeah, that would
1: be the question. And I think we could we could make the space. Right now, you know, it's it's hard to visualize. but the I think one thing you could,
0: could do is just go take some of Botanica's space away yeah. from Marty Miller. He wouldn't care, right?
1: <laughs> Marty loves me. He's a great neighbor. <laughs>
0: I, I'm trying to drive a wedge between you two right now. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. You know, a few years ago, Jackie, uh, Cowtown, uh, added a new entrance. Went on the other end of the of town and built a new entrance and and visitors center. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, in uh, 2005, I believe it was the visitor center opened up, and it has uh, a large great room that we use for a rental space, event space, and then a gift shop that is called uh, SG Bastion and Sons Mercantile, and it was uh, donated. The money for it was donated largely by the Bastion family, which is why
0: it's... The Fidelity Savings and Banks people. Yes. Who've been around forever. Yes. And they came. Well, that's good. That's good. What kind of things can I find in there?
1: Oh, gosh. We've got all sorts of cool stuff in our gift shop. We have lots of books. Uh, One that we've got a special on right now is Wicked Wichita by Joe Stump. And we have lots of merchandise you can get that says Old Cowtown Museum on it if you want that. Or we've got things with the Wichita flag... And, which is
0: becoming pretty popular for some reason yeah it really
1: yeah. is people love that
0: uh, now the the area there there's a, a large open area uh you performances in there what kind of things can how many people can you accommodate in there
1: uh, about 150 between 150 and 200 depending on how you have the room set up
0: okay all right yeah. Yeah. of all the structures you you mentioned the oldest then is the munger house is that correct
1: yeah, the oldest on record is the Munger House. There's a little cabin next to it that we call the Trapper's Cabin that they believe dates back to about 1865, but we don't have the definitive c- documentation the to that. The city
0: was actually incorporated in 1872, am I correct? Uh, 1870.
1: 1870. Ah. Yeah, and next year is Wichita's 150th birthday.
0: Wow! So that's just—is sell- anything planned special? There's yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, out there.
1: we've got all sorts of stuff planned. I know the Wichita Sedgwick County Historical Museum is planning stuff, so it's it's going to be mm. a fun year.
0: And do you have a favorite building out there? I oh, probably shouldn't ask that.
1: I do. Mm. I've I've got to the Murdoch House, which is the home of the guy who started the Wichita Eagle, Marshall Murdoch. Right. I love his house, and then the farmhouse, because I spent a lot of time there back when I was an interpreter, when I was in costume. I got to cook out there and spend a lot of time, so I got attached to it. Okay,
0: so that brings me back to Jackie. How did you get involved with Cowtown?
1: Uh, I started back in 2007, in the fall of 2007, as a costumed interpreter, and one of my friends just said, Hey, we're looking for people. Do you want to do it part-time, make money for Christmas? Said sure, and I've never left.
0: So how do you so. then? How do you get to be the the boss?
1: <laughs> well, I was an interpreter for a few years, and then the volunteer coordinator position opened up, and I took that, and I did that for a few years, and then the director job opened up, and I applied and got that.
0: Got the so job. Worked my way up. All right, you had experience. Yep. <laughs> You're listening to Issues 2019 on the Intercom Radio Stations, and our guest is Jackie Gerson, Executive Director, Wichita's Old Cowtown Museum. You have some special events in the weeks ahead. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, steampunk weekend? I'm not I don't even know what a steampunk is. It Sounds like a, a maybe a bad kid who works around a steam engine or something. <laughs> no.
1: Steampunk is often called Victorian science fiction. So it's kind of an alternate look at history if steam power had taken over everything. So oh. people get very very creative with it. And it's something that has turned into Our event has turned into almost kind of a cosplay event where people come in all sorts of different costumes and it's a mixture of different um, fandoms they do. We've got... Batman and other kind of superhero characters that come out, all kinds of stuff that they do with steampunk. So it's one of our most popular events. People love it. And that's, the creativity that you see in the costuming is amazing. Sounds
0: like Cowtown Comic-Con to me. Yeah,
1: that's kind of <laughs> yeah, that's what we're trying to turn it into is kind of a Comic-Con. Mm, yeah.
0: Something a little strange there. And yeah. when, when is that, June?
1: Uh, it's uh, May, May 25th and 26th.
0: Oh, just coming up. Now, yep. in June, you've got something calls, called Booze and Brews. Uh, is that right? Booze yes. and Brews?
1: Yes. Have we got that right? Booze. Yes. Booze, I, B-O-O-S. It's, uh, we're doing a collaboration with the Wichita Paranormal Research Society and Central Standard Brewery. And so we're going to have ghost tours and beer in the saloon and music and all sorts of fun.
0: Not to be a, a fly in or sick in the mud, but couldn't you do that? At, shouldn't you do that at Halloween? <laughs>
1: We should, but uh, we do so much in October. Well, we should, well, like well, a what a you've have you gotten ahead
0: Halloween? Halloween. you got something going on there. Yeah, now.
1: we've got our Hay Hubs and Halloween event. It's a two-day kids' event that we usually get about 5,000 people. It's a pretty crazy event. Uh, couple of days.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, tell us about Celebrate America. I bet that's probably around the 4th of July. Right?
1: It is. It's uh, June 29th this year, and we do a old-fashioned 4th of July celebration, so kind of what you would see if you were at 4th of July in the 1870s.
0: Now, what are? give us some other big events.
1: Oh, boy. Mm. We've got National Day of the Cowboy in July. Uh,
0: we from have National what?
1: National Day of the Cowboy. Okay. Yeah, it's a celebration of the working cowboy, and so we have... That, July 27th, we've also got a new event that we're doing called People of the Plains, which is August 31st.
0: What's that about?
1: It is kind of a look at all the different people that populated the plains, from the Native Americans to the traders, trappers, soldiers, and pioneers. Okay. So that one should be a lot of fun. And then we've got our... Roaring Twenties event in September, and that one's, you know, it's outside of Cat Town's time period, but it's a lot of fun. It's a nighttime party for adults, so we have a speakeasy. We have 1920s cars that will transport you around. We've got some people making bootleg liquor out at our farm, and it's pretty fun. It's a lot of you fun. You might get in trouble there. Yeah.
0: Huh?
1: <laughs> it's not real.
0: Any, okay. <laughs> anything for Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, no, no, we don't do anything for Thanksgiving, but then we do have our Christmas The events. Christmas thing. Tell yeah. us
0: about Christmas in Cowtown.
1: We have the first Friday and Saturday and second Friday and Saturday in December, we have Victorian Christmas. It's from 6 to 9 each night. We decorate the whole town, 1870s style, the homes have families in them, and they're decorated for Christmas. The businesses have their Christmas signs up. We've got our saloon girls, Victorian dancers, stagecoach rides. It's, it's a really neat time. Cowtown at night is really cool, and at Christmas time, it's it's extra special.
0: Now, know, all, are all of these events we're talking about are they uh, are they fundraisers?
1: Um, they go to our requirements with the. Uh, with the city, we have to have a certain amount of income that we give back to the city for the money that they get, okay. And so okay. that's what that money goes to. We do have a fundraiser in October called uh, Cowtown Mosey, and we have wine and beer at that, and it's a big fundraiser for Cowtown.
0: Generally in October, it's the weather is perfect. I mean, it's yes. the best time of the year in it Kansas. It
1: really is, yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, do you get any federal grants or anything like that? We don't. I would, are there any, can we apply for some or should you? I don't know if you may not want to. Yeah, (laughs) no, we really
1: do. We would like to, our biggest uh, hold up on that is that none of us do grant writing and we have such a small staff that we spend a lot of our time just trying to keep the operations going.
0: There you go. So you're busy. Oh yeah. Okay. Now tell us about uh, Cowtown's availability for private events. Uh,
1: We have quite a bit of availability. We book up quick in the months that you would expect, you know, May and June for weddings. But um, we do, we try to be pretty flexible with our rentals. Um, you can rent the whole town. You can rent just a couple of buildings, just one building, however you want to do it. We have different rental rates depending on what you'd like to do and the size of your event.
0: We, uh, I've, I've been around a while. Our first uh, high school 10-year reunion, which would have been in 1978, we had an accountant. I can't, can't remember all what all we rented. I know we had the saloon. Uh-huh. And, well, <laughs> my classmates insisted, but uh, the reunion, it's a pretty good spot for reunions, I'll bet. Do you have yeah. any of
1: those? Yeah, we do. We've had West High, North High, um, quite a few different reunions, and they pick different buildings. Sometimes they want to be in the big visitor center. Sometimes they want to be in the saloon and on grounds. So mm-hmm. it just depends. But, yeah. yeah.
0: We touched on this earlier, but tell tell me a little bit about more. Uh, people like uh, movies and TV commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much demand do you really have? It's pretty consistent? Uh,
1: uh, it comes and goes. I can
0: think of a couple of TV commercials on right now that uh, there are people standing outside us, the stage There, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And we, it depends. It seems to come in waves. Sometimes we have a whole lot of people that want to film, and then sometimes it's pretty quiet. You know, it kind of depends on the season. Okay. Since we're such an outdoor facility, we rely so much on the weather. People know, you know, right. they don't want to do much at Cowtown if it's going to be cold or if it's going to be too incredibly hot, so.
0: Okay. So before we leave the, the topic of uh, uh, your events and so forth, is there anything I've left out? I've tried to cover as much as I knew about, but. Uh, um, I don't, I don't think, think so. I think so we, we got, did a pretty good we job. We did a pretty good job of, of covering most of it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Jackie, how do you uh, promote Cowtown outside the Wichita market? You go and spend a hundred thousand dollars in Tulsa, inviting people uh, in in television ads and so forth.
1: I wish. I, I mean, wish I, I got to
0: say, I and mean, just as a person, you know, radio and marketing and so forth. That's something that I'm curious about. Uh, it is you got. There's a lot of competition for visitor attractions.
1: There is a, a lot of competition, and unfortunately, we don't have a very large marketing budget, so we right. rely on a lot of social media. We do a lot on Facebook and Instagram. And a little bit on Twitter. Um, I run all those pages, so I do it as I have time. But but Facebook's my main focus. That's the one that I that I push the most because that's really where a bulk of the demographic that we're trying to reach is on is on Facebook. Um, other than that, we have um, a couple of we have a TV campaign going on, and then we do some radio interviews like this, yeah. <laughs> and then let people know what's going on. But yeah, outside of the Wichita market, we don't have a whole lot. We just yeah. don't have the budget for it. Uh, Unfortunately,
0: the uh, when do you do you have tours that people will come in and see? Not only well, they can see Cowtown, they can see Exploration Place, Botanica. You're all right there together.
1: Yeah, we are. Visit Wichita arranges a lot of those. Do they are they yeah. are
0: they good? Are they helpful?
1: Oh yeah, Visit Wichita is great. We've been a partner with them. For many years. And they'll send us travel writers who come in and then go out and write, you know, great articles about how much fun they had at Cowtown and and let people know that they should really come and visit us and things like that. So.
0: Okay, what's on your planning table? And uh, you mentioned something, and that is next year is going to be a huge year for you. Yes. Can you give us any... Hints about you know, some of the things you might be talking about or thinking about?
1: Uh, we've got an idea that we're toying with of doing a nineteen fifties party since Cowtown started in the fifties and it's Cowtown's birthday that we might do something like that. Just we think it'd be fun. Um, gosh, we had a whole list of, of events that I'm that I'm forgetting right now. <laughs> well,
0: but yeah, we've got, we got, yeah. We got
1: time. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember we had I know we wanted to do a Women of the West event, focusing on that the women. Be,
0: yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, um, we'd like
1: to do that. We'd like to do a uh, Rails and Trails events, which we'd done in the past, That you know, talk about the, the railroad and its impact on Wichita. Which, Billy, kind of the think.
0: kid's mom,
1: yes. was a
0: laundress here. Yes, she was. That. She There's
1: signed the town charter. She's <laughs> yeah. the only woman to sign the town charter.
0: Jackie, do you need any volunteers?
1: Absolutely, Always.
0: Okay. Yes. How, how do we volunteer? How can I volunteer to do something up there at Cowtown?
1: You can just give us a call. The volunteer coordinator is at uh, 316-350-3317. Her name is Angela West, and she's awesome. So you can give her a call, or you can uh, really call any number at Cowtown and ask about volunteering. They'll connect you with her.
0: You know, Jackie, I think I know one of the challenges of your job. You don't have enough people, but what, yes. what, what's the biggest challenge that faces you as the executive director of Cowtown?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think not enough people, not enough money. Those are the two, the two big ones.
0: Yeah. There's a lot more you could do. that.
1: yes, there's a lot more we could do.
0: That why are you doing this? What's your history? You got a history interest? Uh, is it, how, how does this start? Where, where does it start?
1: Yeah, I I have a passion for history. I have since I was a kid. My mom kind of instilled that in me. You know, stopping at all the historical markers, taking us to museums, that kind of thing. And I ended up getting my degree in history. And so I have a passion for history and for preserving the past and passing that on to the next generation, trying to get people to understand where we've been. Because you you don't uh, know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. I love
0: history, i got to tell you. That's (laughs) one of the reasons I'm having you here today. (laughs) What do you like best about your job? What's the best part of it?
1: Oh, interacting with the people. The staff and volunteers are amazing. And getting to talk to the guests and watch their reactions when they come in. That's a lot of fun.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you don't look like you're on in, in the, in the edge of retirement, are you?
1: <laughs> no, definitely not.
0: Okay. <laughs> So you've, we've talked about the challenges and what you like best about your job what do you what well, before we wrap this thing up this mm-hmm. morning or any final comments you'd like to tell us anything you'd like to say and what and if you had somebody sitting in front of you right now and you do you've got several thousand people <laughs> what, would that, what would you say what would would you say with the, to invite them to count it? something special that you'd say to them
1: hmm? oh wow <laughs> <laughs> that's a simple question isn't it yeah well maybe not so <laughs> <laughs> um Wow, I I would just tell them that they will never see another place like Cowtown. You won't get that feeling if you're a history lover. There is no place
0: like Cowtown. So you have to use the U word, unique, then. Yes. Uh, because I'll tell you, I've been around the country a little bit. And I don't think that I've ever seen any place like this. Uh, is there a, something like, similar to Abilene or uh, Hayes or place like that? I yeah, don't know. Abilene
1: is uh, a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have a little town there, but it's a lot smaller. And I don't know if it's all authentic buildings or if it was recreated. Like uh, Boot Hill in uh, Dodge City, their Front Street's a recreation of Front Street. Been there. Yeah. yeah, they've got a few authentic buildings and a great museum. It's a really cool place.
0: And see, I lived in Dodge City for a while when I was a kid, and I've been to that museum that uh, hasn't changed a whole lot over the years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're Their buildings, are they've been restructured and rebuilt, and not quite the same as Countdown here in Wichita. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, thank you for spending some time with us, Uh, as always. Jackie, we'll come back in a few months, and we'll talk about other things that are going on at Countdown. And, again, you do have a web page that people can access to find out anything that's going on there, right? Yes, we do. And, again, the phone number to call, the main number is?
1: 316-350-3323.
0: All right. Our guest, Jackie Gersin, executive director of Wichita's Old Cowtown Museum. And that's all for this edition of Issues 2019. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. (laughs)